listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Wednesday, the 19th of January. You're listening to Recap, made for you by Sharesies. And Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. Here's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Alice. Kia ora, Jose. How are you today? I'm, I'm tip top, actually. I'm quite hot. It's been quite a hot day here in this little room where I do my work and pat my dog. Stand up occasionally and get a coffee and then sit back down again. The lovely rooster who received his puppy training certificate. I know, I'm still fizzing about that. He really (laughs) showed up those other dogs. I'm probably going to talk about it all week. I'm sorry, everybody, but that's the way it is. But uh, maybe I'll cut myself short. Let's let's crack on because there's quite a bit to talk about today. What has been um, on the markets today, Alice? What's been happening there? Yeah, well, the US markets were open again, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, after being closed on Monday for a public holiday in America. Um, But it was a bumpy start to the week for US markets, with the S&P 500 declining 1.8%. Now, once again, uh, it was higher interest rates rattling the markets, which is what we chatted about on Recap uh, on Monday. And it's been a a bit of a common theme for 2022. Mm, And also on Monday, Alice, you were saying that tech companies were the ones that were most impacted. Was that the case today? Yeah, it sure was. Uh, Tech is the sector dragging the US indices down. It goes back again to what we were talking about on Monday and that the effect uh, of higher interest rates can be reasonably varied across different sectors. Some sectors and companies perform better or are more insulated than others during periods of higher interest rates. Uh, That's in comparison to a low interest rate environment, which is what we've been in for the past few years. Uh, but the effect of higher interest rates on stocks can generally be more pronounced for tech companies, and that's because of expectations around uh, their future growth. Okay, so how did the tech companies do today then? So the Nasdaq Composite uh, fell 2.6% overnight. Now this index tracks the performance of companies on the Nasdaq exchange, and they are more typically uh, technology and internet related. So this index is often used as a gauge for the tech sector and its performance in US markets. So as a comparison, uh, the S&P 500, which we talk about a bit more often, that tracks 500 of the largest companies across the New York Stock Exchange and Nasdaq Exchange. So that covers a bit more of a broader base of companies and it sort of provides a quick look at how the US stock market and economy is going. Cool. And so both the S&P 500 and NASDAQ fell overnight. How does their performance stack up for, say, over the past month? Yeah, so the S&P 500 is sitting 0.2% higher over the past month, while the NASDAQ is down 3.2%. And what have the markets done today in New Zealand and Australia? Well, off the back of what's happened in the US uh, at the time of recording, I I checked just before we sat down, uh, the NZX50 was down 1.2% today and the ASX200 is down 0.4%. Cool, thank you Alice, great update. And of course, uh, out there, don't forget to tune into our Sharesies webinar tomorrow at 12.15pm. We'll be chatting about what's in store for the share markets in 2022. 
Absolutely. Well, we're chatting to John Berry from Pathfinder Asset Management and Victoria Harris from Devon Funds and The Curve, um, as well as our very own Sharesies co-founder and co-CEO, uh, Leighton Roberts. So it should be a good chat. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll put a uh, link to that uh, so you can register for that chat uh, in the episode description. Right, so talking about tech companies, uh, there was a big announcement today regarding a deal by Microsoft to buy the video game publisher Activision Blizzard. It is the biggest takeover ever by a tech company. I did see some headlines about this, so just how big is this deal? Well, Microsoft, Microsoft, I mean Microsoft, says the all-cash deal to take over Activision is worth $68.7 billion US dollars. Now that clips past Dell, uh, what Dell paid for the digital storage company EMC, which was $67 billion. And it's also the biggest deal Microsoft has undertaken uh, since it's, uh, well, the next one, the next biggest deal it's done was in 2016, where it purchased LinkedIn for $26 billion. Man, I didn't know that Microsoft had um, bought LinkedIn. I know, they just they, they just got that cash, man. And they do, I'm doing, <laughs> doing like the doling out the cash thing with my hands. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so this deal uh, announced today is a big one for sure. Um, who are the companies involved here? Yeah, so Activision Blizzard is one of the biggest gaming publishers out there. It controls some really big properties uh, like the series, uh, Call of, uh, series of Call of Duty games. And it also uh, owns World of Warcraft. And it also, uh, a while back, bought King, which is the company behind the addictive mobile game Candy Crush. These are all big subsidiaries. King, for example, had an operating profit of $1 billion in the last financial year. And of course, on the other side, there's Microsoft, uh, which we all know. It's been developing and acquiring a lot of video game studios and publishers. Uh, For example, they bought Minecraft a while back. And of course, uh, Microsoft also produces the Xbox console as well. Again, that's another fact that I just did not know. Microsoft behind Xbox. Did you know that? I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Oh. But it's okay. You just come to me if you need me to explain <laughs> stuff like that. It's, I'm quite happy to just, uh, just to natter on about it for hours. I'm learning so much today. <laughs> um, but anyway, what's so what's the rationale behind the takeover uh, from Microsoft's point of view? Yeah, well, so if the deal goes through, Microsoft will have bought itself, uh, as I've just said, three massive franchises. And it means that it's now the it would now be the third largest gaming company in the world behind Tencent and Sony. So basically, it's keeping up with the Joneses here. They're also pinning quite a lot of investment to the metaverse. The CEO of Microsoft, Satya Nadella, indicated that they think that the metaverse is coming and that gaming will play a huge part of that. Phil Spector, who runs the gaming part of Microsoft's business, added that it was also about getting a foothold in mobile gaming. Okay, from Activision's point of view, uh, how does the deal look like for them? Yeah, as we've been sort of saying, it's a big deal. Activision investors will be getting a premium. Uh, Microsoft is paying $95 a share, which was about 45% of uh, over Activision's uh, stock price when this was announced. However, recently the company has been facing a lawsuit over claims executives mishandled and even ignored sexual harassment and discrimination complaints. Its shares fell around uh, 27% since July uh, when news of the lawsuit was made public. Okay, so what happens next with this deal? 
Well, they've got to go get uh, the necessary approvals. It's a huge deal, and competition regulators will be looking at all the detail on this. And plus, Microsoft is in a lot of different markets around the world, so that's a lot of different hoops to jump through. Uh, the company says, however, the deal will close out their 2023 financial year, uh, so we may not see this being done and dusted for another 18 months. All right, let's bring it back to our side of the world. What's been happening locally here on the NZX, Alice? Uh, well, I feel like a bit of a broken record this week, <laughs> uh, but markets in New Zealand have still been pretty quiet in terms of company announcements lately. Uh, there was an update from Seeker today, though. Great. Well, we'll dig into that into a second. But first, can you remind us what Seeker does? Yeah, so Seeker is an integrated produce company. Uh, that means the company offers a range of services to the produce industry, basically helping uh, get a bunch of fruits from the orchard into the market. Uh, now these range from range from orcharding to post harvest and harvest and retail services uh, and initially Seeker started out in the kiwi fruit industry but has six, since expanded to a range of produce like avocados pears apricots uh, plums and cherries mm, I had a lovely bunch of cherries the other day actually I'm still thinking about them um, but Seeker's listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange as well so what was its news today so Seeker provided an update on its amalgamation with New Zealand Fruits Limited. So there is a bit of a backstory here. Uh, back in December, Seeker announced that it had entered into an agreement to acquire New Zealand Fruits. This is a packing business based in Gisborne. And under the agreement, this would see the two companies combined together. And how much was Seeker going to pay to acquire New Zealand Fruits? Well, the deal's worth $21 million, uh, but New Zealand Fruit shareholders would be paid out half in cash and half in shares in Seeker. Now, at the time uh, when the deal was announced, there were certain terms and conditions that had to be met before the deal was all signed off and good to go. This included Seeker completing its due diligence, Seeker's board approving the deal, and New Zealand Fruit uh, receiving 75% or more of its shareholders a vote in favour of the deal. And I take it that that's what today's update is about? Yeah, that's right. So today, Seeker advised the market that New Zealand Fruit's shareholders uh, voted overwhelmingly in favour of the acquisition. Uh, and this was the last of those conditions that had to be met, which means that the deal is now unconditional. So Seeker advised today that it expects the transaction to be completed next month uh, in February 2022. Great. Thank you very much, Alice. And thanks to you out there for listening. That was Recap for the 19th of January. We really appreciate your ears. And you know what you can do? You can give <laughs> us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and if you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesease.co.nz. You can also leave a voice message. Uh, there's a link to that in the episode description. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Mā tewa.